All right, well, I can I'll see you this now. Off. Uh, I can see me. Okay. We're spin with. I can't see you. Oh no, I can't see you. Yeah, whatever. Sorry, I ruined everything. <laughs> All right, well, uh, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to Dance Robot Dance. Uh, we are. This is our episode number thirty. We're past our twenties and into the decline of our lives now, just like Mark and I. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, our podcast episodes are older than I am. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so with us tonight, as you can hear, we have Christy Woo-hoo! and Mark. How's it going, guys? And Tim, which is me. I'm going to be hosting your <laughs> episode this evening. Uh, yep, usual crew this evening. I wanted to throw out there, um, we've had some interest from some of our listeners in coming on episodes. If anybody does want to jump on an episode with us, by all means, let us know. Drop yeah. us a drop us a note on uh, on. Uh, Facebook or email or whatever. Um, yeah, I think it would be fun to have a listener on once in a while, and you know, get to get to talk with them more and get get some other some fresh opinions on episodes. Um, but yeah, let's get right into it. I have uh, quite a bit of news to go over. It's been partially because we didn't do news last week because uh, we did a two and a half fucking hour ep- uh, episode, which was good. Don't get me wrong, but it was long. Wait, can we just um, quickly point out that the, our, us asking for listeners is not us like um, trying out new people for when Christy gets killed? So, yeah. <laughs> why would you say that? Oh Mark's Mark's trying to bump up our ratings again. I'm yeah. gonna yeah. die, and you're gonna feel bad. Oh, I'll feel bad, but the podcast will be successful. <laughs> so that'll make me happy. There you go. Ugh. Ugh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, let's start out here with a couple of uh, beginnings in our news. We had uh, two new sort of nerdy TV shows that debuted this uh, past week, both of which are comic book shows. One, uh, we had Powerless, the NBC uh, comedy set in the sort of DC TV universe. It's hard to tell so far. Uh, I think it's probably like the Supergirl universe, but... Um, it looks really good. Yeah, I, I like the first episode. I'm not too crazy about Vanessa Hudgens in the lead, but I'm that's Ew. about the only thing that I'm not really crazy about. Everything else uh, is either good to great, I would say. the There's a lot of really good nods to little DC stuff on the show. They're using some like C-list characters and heroes and stuff like that. So, Mark, did you get to see it? Yeah, I watched it. Uh, I think I was talking to you about it when I watched it. It yeah. was fun. Um I liked most of the acting on it. Yeah, I had the same Vanessa Hudgens. I was like, she's cute. I don't really have any particular opinion about like the character or anything like that quite yet. The second episode's just gone up tonight, so I'll watch that when we're done here, probably. But yeah. um, I really like the the development team on it, especially is uh, pretty good. Like the the I mean the on the show, like Danny Pudi and his colleagues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it was pretty funny. Like, there was good spots. Alan Tudyk was hilarious in it and stuff like that. So I'm yeah. assuming, Chrissy, did you know he was on there? So you would... I didn't. I'm so excited. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit more. Maybe, maybe we'll do a whole episode on it once the season's over or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was um, fun. Are they doing a full season? This is like, this must be mid-season replacement time, right? We're in like February. Yeah, I don't know how long of a season is it. Uh, it's probably like 12, at least 12 episodes or so, I think it's probably greenlit for. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then the other new show that just aired last night was uh, Legion, which is a sort of, uh, which is Marvel, and uh, what? Uh, that's Fox, right? Yeah. It's a um, Fox Marvel show. It's one of their, um, we're trying to hold on to this franchise for as long as we can and milk it to death. Yeah, it's an X-Men related show, um, Legion, I Early. guess, in the comics. Well, Mark, how about you give us a rundown on who Legion is? Well, Legion is um, Professor Xavier's kind of illegitimate son in the comics. The, From what I can gather from the TV show versus like what I've read of him in the comics, they're vastly different characters. Um, it doesn't really feel... It didn't feel like an X-Men show to me or like a Marvel-connected show to me. So uh, it was a very different... It was good. I enjoyed it, but it does not... It felt like they were hedging their bets on how like X-connected it's going to be. So Yeah. Well, here, I actually have a, uh, let's see, the Marvel Encyclopedia. I've got one for oh DC, my God. too. <laughs> I have that book. Legion's uh, entry in it says, uh, Some time ago, a relationship between Charles Xavier, Professor X, and Gabriel Haller led to the birth of a boy, David. Though years passed before Xavier learned of this, when David was 10, his mutant abilities began to emerge. He developed multiple personalities, each of which controls different controlled different powers. That sounds pretty different from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, his psycholo- psychological condition gradually deteriorated, but David would be in his late teens before Xavier was asked to help and finally discovered what that David was a son. With his father's aid, David's core persona reasserted itself, allowing him to live a happier, more contented life. Yeah. Okay. He's been in and out of continuity. He showed up not too long ago during AVX and stuff like that, if I remember correctly. That was the last time I remember seeing him. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I mean, it could be that they're going to play off more of the multiple personalities and having their own power sets later in the series. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. I guess, yeah. I guess the only reason they would need the X-Men license is to do the mutant power thing. Like, there's no... If they're just going to do, like, a weird split personality show, you could have just done that, I guess, yeah. and called it a sci-fi show. But Well, I mean, there's there's clearly powers involved. Yeah, if they're going to lean into his power set and stuff like that. It's interesting, though, because, like, um, I remember... Um, like at like the end of the episode it looked like they were gonna put him on like a team or like he was gonna go to like with a group of people. And yeah. I remember um Peter David um they wanted him to join X Force or one mm-hmm. of those teams. One of the like the, the tertiary X Men teams. And he was like, No, this guy's a psychopath. We can't have him on a team. Like it's weird enough to have a team get together and like do this kind of thing. Like yeah. expecting them to have um like a psycho on the team that they're just going to trust is a little bit, is asking a little bit too much. So I thought that was kind of yeah interesting the way they were doing it, but it was an interesting episode. So yeah, the premiere is really good. That last like five minutes was pretty fucking great in terms of the effects and everything and really high action. So I'm definitely yeah. on board for a couple more episodes for sure. Yeah, me too. Christy will watch it eventually. I'll watch it. Maybe. <laughs> it's just when you said when you said Legion, I got really excited. I was like, "Oh, from Mass Effect two and three? <laughs> yes, they made a, we are a Legion. TV show about a hey. supporting supporting group of characters in the Mass Effect games. Uh, supporting group of characters. Let's be serious. The Geth were not supporting. The Geth were some like high like they were they were pretty intense. All right. Okay, maybe they were supporting. <laughs> they had some. They had some cool um, shit happening. 
Uh, more beginnings. There was an announcement about a uh, Castlevania animated series uh, that has been written by Warren Ellis. Uh, so, Mark, so, so hard right now, guys. I'm yeah. so Wait, hard. I think I got to um, tell my Mark that. Oh, yeah. Mark, your Mark posted about it today. He already knows. Oh, never mind. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. This is like this has been in the works since 2007. Well, a version of it has been in the works since 2007. I remember um, and actually looked it up. There was an animated feature that Warren Ellis had written a long time ago that I remember hearing about through one of his newsletters or something like that, that just never kind of came to light. And when they announced the Castlevania thing for Netflix yesterday, uh, like I was talking to Tim about it and was immediately like, I remember them doing like, they were doing a movie or something at some point. So I went and dug it up. My brother found a good article about it too. Um, about, yeah, it had all happened before. And it was the same producers and stuff like that. They just kind of, 10 years later turned it into a Netflix show and they've already announced they're going to do two seasons and Warren Ellis has written every script so like everything's been written by him so it's all going to be in his particular weird voice so it should be pretty cool yeah sounds interesting and I'm definitely on board for more like a sort of dark animated series I think that that's something that's kind of been missing in recent years so I'll I'll, yeah I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes yeah did you see the trailer for um Judas Contract no, I did see that it was posted, but I haven't watched it yet. Oh. I don't tend to... I mean, that sort of thing I know I'll probably watch at some point anyways, and I've already read the comics uh, for it. Um, so for our listeners, uh, Judas Contract is one of the best-known uh, Teen Titans series, um, heavily Teen involving... Titans. No, not that shitty version not of Teen Titans. Not that stupid fucking show. Yeah, fuck that shit. Um, but it heavily involves uh, Deathstroke and his family. Uh, so, yeah, I gotta reread it because um, what I saw in the trailer, I was like, this doesn't. I don't remember any of this being part of the, um, yeah, like being from the comic. But I haven't read that in oh man, it's been like a decade when I was really kind of like yeah. going back and reading like old big DC stories. Yeah, yeah, it's so. been a while for me too. Um, but uh, speaking of trailers, we had a whole shit ton of trailers and stuff that got released uh, around the Super Bowl uh, this weekend. So there was. Uh, the Iron Fist one, there's one for Logan, there was, what, another Stranger John Things? Wick one. Uh, yeah, Stranger Things, I think, was the one that I fucking uh, splooshed out the hardest on. Uh, and uh, so in that, they announced that it's going to be returning on Halloween for season two. All the episodes are going to drop next Halloween, or this Halloween. So, yeah, and yeah the, the trailer looked pretty fucking awesome. That thing in the distance? Nobody's getting any candy this year because people are going to be too fucking busy to answer the door. <laughs> I, I can see my TV from my door, so I'm good. Uh, yeah, I, 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 could, I can only hear it, so it's, uh, <laughs> it's too far back in the house from the front door. Yeah. I guess I could move it, oh, but what a pain in the a, ass. As a side note, Mark and I went out and like we carved pumpkins and we bought like all this candy. We had no kids. Oh, really? None. Yeah, I think, I think we talked about this on Halloween. I had like two kids. Yeah. That was super depressing. Yeah, we get crushed every year here, so... Well, Halloween party at your house next year, then. Yeah! We'll all get hammered and hand out and and interact with children. That sounds like a great fucking idea. Sounds like a fucking awesome idea. (laughs) Well, if you're moved back by then, Tim, absolutely. (laughs) Hey, kids, can you watch some candies? Halloween's on a... I think it looks like a Tuesday. Oh, a perfect night to get hammered. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, uh, There's also... Kevin Smith, literally just about an hour or so before we recorded, announced that uh, he is working on a new Jay and Silent Bob movie. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, so more more views, Skewniverse stuff. Unfortunately, it comes at the expense of Clerks 3 and Mallrats 2, because it sounds like he's not going to be able to get those made for the foreseeable future. Why? Mark, you want to take that? Financing. Nobody wanted to. Uh, from what I understand with Clerks 3, uh, one of the leads didn't want to come back. Tim and I were speculating before you came on, but uh, yeah. I'm not really sure who it there's no way it wasn't. There's no way it was Dante or Randall, because they're not doing anything else. We figure it's yeah. got to be Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Oh, that would make sense. She's too big now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she was pretty big when Clerks 2 came out, though, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, at the time, I'm sure she was working for Scale at the time. I doubt she got a full paycheck on that. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. Um, huh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who you would consider the four leads to that movie. So I guess, I guess if you're not counting Jay and Silent Bob, you're, it's Dante Randall. I can't remember her character's name right now. And Elias, I guess, are the four yeah. leads that they would be going for. And if you can't get her, like, I guess you could write Elias out pretty easily. But if you can't get her, that kind of kills the continuity of the story. So Yeah, yeah if, if the story is meant to be like, you know, Dante's now in a stable relationship kind of thing and has a uh-huh. family or whatever, then definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, you, you have to watch those movies too, Christy, so we can, you know, yeah, actually you do. do that episode. Yeah. <laughs> I should just host that episode blindly. And be like, <laughs> yes! Good. Yeah, did you like that part of this movie where things happened? I know that Jay was there and Bob was also, but he was being silent. Yes. <laughs> That'll be the pinnacle of shoddy hosting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll probably hear more about it. Uh, oh, oh! did you know that the mall was infested with R-O-U-S's? What's an R-O-U-S? Rodents of unusual oh. size? <laughs> mall rats? That's not actually what the movie's about, Christy. <laughs> don't you say boo. You're not on this podcast right now. Yeah, you don't boo. have opinions. Boo is right. I agree boo. with other Mark. Boo. Oh, boo. but guys, mall rats. <laughs> Maybe you should watch the movies. <laughs> I saw the movie years ago. I need to. Well, you know what? I just, I've been too busy chasing Amy. Not letting this devolve into puns. Next. Guys, guys, come on. This is is just... (laughs) Everything I know about these films is dogma. Oh, God. I hate my life right now. (laughs) Alan Rickman. Yeah. (laughs) Right now, he's suffering in hell right now because of your puns. You know that, right? Don't you say that. He is not. He's a wonderful man. You just sent him to hell with your puns. Colonel Brandon, no! (laughs) Um... All right, I'm going to move on to one that's uh, a little more personal for me, um, being a Disney Parks nerd. Uh, they did finally announce the sort of opening date for uh, Star Wars Land at both Disney Ooh. World and Disney uh, Disneyland and Disney World. It's, they're both going to be opening in 2019. Oh. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge thing, so I'm not surprised that it's that far out. It's not that far out. It's only two years, guys. You'll be okay. Yeah, but, like, we yeah. want to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, they already do have some, like, minor stuff open that you can go see that's kind of teaser stuff, but... They're opening the Star Wars world in Disney World in 2019. What? Why don't you look excited? <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, let's get back to the podcast. Uh, what a douche. And, uh... <laughs> And they also announced the actual like um, exact date that uh, the Pandora, the 
uh, Avatar Land at Animal Kingdom is going to be opening up, and that's uh, May 27th. I care. I, I mean, I'm not the hugest fan of that movie, but um, no, from but what I've seen, cool. it looks like it looks like it's going to look really cool, like with all the bioluminescence and all the like. They've done a really good job on the scenery and shit like that. See, that's what Animal Kingdom is all about. Animal Kingdom's not so much about the rides as the like experience. It's like Epcot. I thought it was about the animals. Oh my god. Sorry, I didn't mean to invite him. Yeah, get get him out of the fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> He's played Dragon Quest. He's being quiet. Um, I've never seen Avatar, so I can't really comment one way or the other. So. What? Yeah, I just never saw it. It's a huge movie for sure. Yeah. And, I mean, it was. There were parts of it that were really well done. There were parts of it that were really heavy-handed. But there, there's a whole generation that I think uh, you know. It, it's it's I think kind of. Maybe not a Star Wars for a generation. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't like, know. I think it was blown up bigger and then died a lot faster than most things. I remember yeah. like a couple of people talking about it online and it's just being like it left no cultural footprint the nope. way a lot of these things have. Like yeah. when you say Avatar, I don't like it's not the first thing that comes to mind, I guess. Like yeah, The Last Airbender? Yeah, actually, I think of that first for some reason. Maybe because I keep seeing it on <laughs> Netflix, but... I um for me like I don't even remember a lot of the plot of Avatar. It was like they were it someone said it was just a futuristic sci-fi version of Pocahontas. And um yeah. and it was weird when they had tail sex. <laughs> Wait, they had yeah. sex with the blue kitten people? Yeah. Uh they they have sex like through their tails or something. Like that's how they interface they, like, with each other. They come together like this. They dock. Visual bits. Yeah, they dock. Yeah, yeah they, t- they dock with their tails. What was that? Thundersmurfs. They're not Thundersmurfs. Fuck. God damn it, Mark. If here. you're going to be on here. the fucking episode, be on the goddamn episode. He's too busy <laughs> being on gigs with kids. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Yeah, you fucking Do you traitor. want some kids, honey? Do you want some kids? Is that why you're on gigs with kids? <laughs> I like that now Christy's trolling Mark with her uterus. <laughs> now I'm PMSing hard. Oh no, I forgot my birth control, Mark. You wanted to be on Geeks with Kids. <laughs> then you guys could both move over. <laughs> I think Geeks with Kids is fun. That's super convincing. Moving on. I do. You guys, you guys are silly. <laughs> Moving on to some departures. Sad departure. Uh, but we had, uh, John Hurt passed away a couple weeks ago now, but we haven't talked about that on the show. Uh, oh, I was bummed out. Yeah, so he definitely had some really iconic roles in Alien and in V for Vendetta and, uh, and Hellboy and... Yep, he was awesome in Hellboy. Yeah, and, and the last, uh, he was the War Doctor as well in Doctor Who. Uh, he was awesome in that too, actually. Yeah, he was really good in that, so... Yeah, definitely a big loss. Uh, and then just this past week, we had uh, Richard Hatch from the original Battlestar Galactica and also the revamped Battlestar Galactica that passed away at 71 years old. Yeah, I saw that up on me too. He was really good <laughs> in the the reboot. I didn't. Uh, yeah, it was. I think I've only ever seen a couple episodes of the original because it's just like impossibly cheesy to sit through now so <laughs> i've definitely watched through the whole original series i've only watched oh. it once but it does it has some really good moments but then there's that fucking monkey in the robot suit 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking <laughs> the, about. The Daggett. <laughs> yeah. Which, um, is, which is pretty bad. Yeah, like I said, I got through all three episodes of it. I was like, I can't, I can't go back to this. <laughs> like, oh, I couldn't do it. So I just kind of, I bailed on that one. Yeah, I had a close encounter with Richard Hatch uh, this past year at Dragon Con, which I think I talked about on our... Yeah, you did. Wait, he died? Episode. Yeah. Gets, wait, wait, wake up, Christy. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to sell my car and people keep messaging me. <laughs> wait, um, I saw that on Facebook, actually. You're going to sell that death box to somebody else? <laughs> Yeah, because I'm being honest about it. I almost posted on your post on Facebook and said that uh, uh, the the stereo works well enough to drown out most noises of car malfunctions. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna post for full <laughs> review, see episode whatever. I was gonna go look up the episode where you talk about your car <laughs> and like for full for, for full review of car, please see episode blah blah blah. Dance robot dance. Yeah. <laughs> cars on our episode. Because there's at least two episodes where you bitch about your car. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is that things that fell apart on it. But yeah. I fixed all those things, except I didn't replace the um, shock bracket because uh, it's not necessary. So that's what makes the noise. It's just like the shock moving around, but it's not like a bad thing. It's just like it would make less noise if I had a bracket on there. Yeah, you know, those cars that are just full of just extra parts that aren't necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, that's, Richard that's, Hatch, that's you're what, sad. That's what engineers' jobs are, to put car, parts on cars that, that that don't need to be there. Okay, listen, um, so Richard Hatch died, and that's really sad. <laughs> yes, so, uh, yeah, I was I sat behind him in a Starbucks line. Uh, at, yeah, you did, did talk about that. Last year, and, yeah, I didn't, story, yeah, I didn't say anything to him, but there were other people that, you know, you know said thank you and that sort of thing. I didn't want to bother him, because he was thank just trying to get his lunch music. or whatever. Yeah, and I didn't, uh, I restrained myself in terms of making a Starbuck joke. Which is probably for the best. Yeah, so. Because you look like the kind of guy that would hit a motherfucker for that kind of thing, so. You should have just brought up all my children instead. Was he on that? Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know him from literally anything besides Battlestar Galactica, personally, although I'm sure he has been on other stuff. I only know he's on all my children because I'm on his uh, IMDb right now. Good. <laughs> you're supposed to say that you're an avid watcher of All My Children. I don't want your, to be associated your, your with daytime, that. It's your daytime soaps, your stories. My daytimes. Just casual yeah. racist Archie yeah. Bunker is Christie's soul of uh, spirit <laughs> animal now. The daytime what? of the night. <laughs> um, we also had another announcement of a departure. Uh, Peter Capaldi is going to be leaving Doctor Who after this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pissed about that, actually. So. Yeah, I could have done with another couple more seasons of him, I think. He deserved better yep. writing. Yep, agreed. That was what I was yeah. just going to say. Is he, uh, he's gotten the shaft in terms of the writing staff on there. He's had one really like quintessential Doctor Who episode that he's been part of, and the rest have just been like kind of mediocre. And mm-hmm. it's a super big letdown because he's awesome when he... like Even on the shitty scripts, he still like works his ass off. So Yeah. I could have done with more like seeing him like grow. Like there's clearly, you know, clearly he's like a little bit sort of broken. Uh, uh-huh. And and I, I would have liked to have seen him sort of put himself back together a little bit more over over a couple more seasons. Yeah. And get to the point where he is like a you know truly like coherent um, doctor and 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 sort of talks about or maybe reflects back on 
you know, what it was like to be broken when he mm. started out kind of thing, but I don't think we're going to get that at this point. If we do, it's probably going to be rushed. Yeah, I really wish they would get a doctor that would stay on the show <clears throat> for, like, a good chunk of time. It feels like they're getting, like, three seasons out of these guys, and then they fuck off. It would be nice to get, like... I know it's hard to do to have somebody commit to like a five season run or something like that, but it would be well, nice ten- to get yeah something T- like Tenet, that. Oh, Tenet, Tenet was... stuck around for a while. He was like four or five seasons at least. Mm, I think no, because like one of his seasons was like pretty much just specials, mm, right? So it was not like a f- I think he got like three and a half years. I'd have to look it up yeah. to be specific. He might have done four, but like yeah. I think his fourth season was really just like three or four specials or something. Yeah. Well, he was definitely the the longest uh, tenure out of the modern run. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because Smith did three years, if I'm not mistaken, and then uh, he was gone, too. Yeah. We'll see. Um, It's too bad. I really really liked... I was really excited when Capaldi got picked, because I was like... I like an older doctor, mm -hmm. um, because I wasn't... I never never really, like, warmed up to Matt Smith. I liked the show, more or less, during his run, but, like, I never really liked him too much as the doctor. Like, I didn't... I don't know. He was never my doctor, I guess. He was okay, but... Yeah. I really liked Capaldi and would have enjoyed seeing him on a show that was the word I'm looking for, like at the same level as he is, kind of thing. Like the yeah. rating was at the same level as he was. Well, there is going to be, so. yeah, the the uh, showrunners departing as well, along with Capaldi at the end of the season. So they're getting, they've already announced a new showrunner. So hopefully that'll maybe inject some new life into it too. Yeah, it's too bad he's not going to get um, to work with Capaldi because that would yeah. be awesome. Um, there is a lot of, of sort of buzz, obviously, as there always is about who the next doctor might be. And there's a lot of people talking about like having a female doctor, like people like Haley Atwell or somebody like that. Or, yeah, I would totally fucking be down for that. Or um, what was the other one? Uh, as a woman, have either of you guys watched a, a BBC show called Peep Show? No. Or no. Um, what's the other show this one was on? Um, Peep Show is fucking amazing and absolutely hilarious. I highly recommend it to you guys and all of our listeners. Peep um, Show? It's, yeah, it's done all in POV style, and you get internal, uh, basically, monologues of the characters, oh, as well awesome. as what they're saying externally, and it's so, so good and so fast. Um, Olivia Coleman is the person I'm thinking of. She uh, was on that, and also she's on a show right now called Broadchurch that's getting a lot of uh, good oh, press that's as well. Good. That's with that's, David Tennant. Uh, David Tennant's in that, yeah. Yeah, so um, there's a lot of people, I've seen a couple people saying that she should be the next Doctor as well, and I think she would do a really good job too. She was in Doctor Who once. Yeah, she was. Uh, I barely remember that, but she definitely was. I mean, Doctor Who goes through so many fucking guest stars, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, actually, Capaldi was a guest star before uh, he ended up as the Doctor. Yeah, he was the Emperor uh, of Rome or something like that. (laughs) Actually, he was on two Caesar. shows. Um, he was uh, he was just a Roman like senator or something like that in one of the tenant episodes during the um, I can't remember her name the Donna run. So it was probably the season his third season. Yeah, yeah. And then um, <clears throat> he was also in the Children of Men miniseries, like the Torchwood miniseries. Right. So right, he right, was right. the uh, oh shit! What did he do? He was like a some kind of house of representatives guy, like an MP or something like that, uh, in that run. <clears throat> so he's been in the, in the universe before. So, yeah. So sometime when, uh, Christy can't uh, be around, we should do a doctor who episode or yeah, Christy absolutely. could actually watch doctor who. 
I've like seen the best. first season. I really liked Chris Eccleston. He or not really first season, ninth season? Tenth, technically. Tenth? No, sorry. Yeah. Well, uh, 38th was, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the first the first season of the revamp. Yeah, the first season of the yeah, revamp. Yeah, the first season of the revamp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah let's see. So what else do I going, have? Man. The tenant stuff's... Like, I like the tenant stuff a lot, so... Yeah. Um... One that I think we'll all be pretty interested in. Uh, you guys see the, the little Firefly news today? So it was that uh, Fox would okay a Firefly reboot. It sounds like a reboot, maybe not a continuation, but only if Joss Whedon were on board with it. Christie's face right now says it all. It is amazing excitement. So, I mean, I don't know if... <laughs> I don't know if Whedon would be on board because he got really fucking burned on Firefly the first time around. What do you think? What? Would they really? <laughs> yeah, the the was it CEO of Fox? Um, let's see, President of Entertainment David Madden uh, said that there's an option for more Firefly, but Joss Whedon has to be on board, otherwise it's no go. Yeah, but if they're talking reboot, that's a reboot. So like. Yeah. Oh, it wouldn't even be new stuff, though. Yeah, so, it, I oh, mean, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't sound really clear if it would be uh, more from the same cast or if it would be, uh, you know, new cast or whatever. But either way, I mean, I would take new Firefly either way. Yeah, um, I, would I, take, would, I would take some new Firefly. If they really wanted to, like, troll the audience, they could literally just, like, do 13 episodes and then cancel it again. It would be... Oh, hysterically fuck. funny if they did that. <laughs> that would be so mean. I know yeah. it totally would be. I'd be furious, but like I could see them doing that just to piss people off. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, one that uh, one news event that uh, Christy and I will both be excited over. Uh, Christy, did you see the announcement about the Pokemon Go Valentine's event? Yes. <laughs> do you do you remember Pokemon! what it was? Yeah, so there's there uh, the pink Pokemon, so ones like Lickitung and uh, uh, oh, is that why he appeared to me today? Yeah, and Slowbro uh, or Slowpoke and uh, Wigglytuff and Clefable and all of those pink Pokemon are spawning in much higher numbers. Um, and uh, there's also what your buddy Pokemon earn candy twice as fast. Yep. Um, and lures, because lures are, like, pink and have, like, flowers floating down from the Pokestops, last four hours for the duration oh, of the Oh, that's why there was one on my... Okay, so there was a lure on the Pokestop right by my office today. And I was like, why is this still here? This guy's used all of his lures today. Yeah, and I just hit uh, level 30 this week. Oh! <gasps> Uh, and so I got, for the first time, I don't usually buy lures because I don't usually stay in the same place and play for a while, but I did just get a few lures when I hit level 30, so I'll have to, you know, find somewhere that I'm near a Pokestop for a while and drop one. Yeah, I'm right on top of one where I work. Nice. Yeah. Um, I, am really hoping I can get a Chansey during this event. That's the only, like, pink Pokemon that I don't have yet. Oh, really? Yeah, it's me too. I don't have that one. Yeah. I like Chansey a lot, though. Um, So, yeah, that was, like I said, a lot of news this week. Um, Do you guys have anything that I missed? Oh, uh, we didn't talk about Melissa McCarthy as Sean Spicer. (laughs) That was pretty fucking amazing. Um, 
there's the, like just I'm not sure if it just went up, but um, Alec Baldwin just posted a teaser for his. He's hosting Saturday Night Live this weekend. Yeah, and there's a rumor going around that Rosie O'Donnell's going to have a guest oh, appearance as well. And amazing. As, as, yeah, she wants to play Steve Bannon. I think she that would be perfect. Oh my god, that, that'd be that amazing. Would piss him off so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that whole. Uh, I've been. Yeah, that, I think that's been like the main thing. I, I haven't. I've been on Reddit nonstop for the past like little while, and like I just I I, I keep telling myself, no, don't, don't click on politics. Like, don't click click on our politics because. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna make just you crazy. Get angry. Yeah, yeah, you just get angry, and I keep clicking on it, and I'm like, "Fuck, fuck, what is going on?" So I just kind of like, whenever I see the uh, Alec Baldwin stuff, because even um, like Colbert and like Colbert actually took over uh, Fallon in the ratings this week. Um, yeah, he did because he's been going time. like, he's been really going hard. Yeah, he's been going hard on the politics stuff in his opening. Like his first 15 minutes is just like. Yeah, political, yeah. Yeah, super political. So he's just like riding the Colbert Report. And Fallon just fucking softballs everything and doesn't. Yeah, I don't want to do politics too much. He got called on that actually. Seth Meyer was on the show this week and called him on it and was like, "You're softballing." Yeah, he did. Not not like he didn't like hardball like you were fucking pussing out or whatever, which he could do, but joking with him kind of about it. He was kind of giving him shit because he's like, "Oh, you kind of softballed him when he was on the show last year or whatever, like like that kind of thing." Because he was on the show, I guess, before yeah. the nomination thing when he was still on The Apprentice or whatever. Yeah, okay. I that. But yeah, so, I'm uh, actually I, I'm actually way behind. I, I I only watch I watch The Daily Show still, and I watch uh, Colbert. I watch The Late Show, and yeah. I'm like about three fucking months behind on them. So I'm yeah. just now getting to the election. And I'm like reliving all that fucking horse shit all over again right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been painful. like looking at the the Daily Show a little bit more recently. I've been I, I'm so tuned out since uh, Stuart left, but he actually Trevor was Noah's on. Great. He's yeah. improving. I will give him that. I've watched a couple of recent episodes, and he is improving. Like he's much better than he was when he first first started. He's got his own like thing going on obviously it's pretty easy to write material at this point because yeah. <laughs> you don't really have to write material just read some headlines and just make fucking faces at the camera so yeah it's so true um so, some some of his correspondents are really really good i i really like um uh desi Lydic, mm-hmm. the blonde girl she's really fucking good um jordan Klepper's pretty good too and then uh oh, how about he's still around he's so funny i can't believe he hasn't taken off to go somewhere else already yeah, um, um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of um, John Oliver. He's back yeah. this week, eh? I know. Oh, I love good. him. Good, good, good. Yeah, I think he's back Sunday. He's yeah. my favorite person to watch, and my I had a friend say that she thought he was um, his episodes were too long, and I can see why people think that on YouTube. But at the same time, like he's so informative and he's so oh, yeah. funny and engaging. Like it's I he's great. Too long. Well, like they're. They're 30 minutes long. Yeah, but I mean, I his segments are longer than most of the other shows, right? Because he really deep dives yeah. into stuff, and I like that's that. True. Me but, too. But, I mean, he doesn't cater to the lowest common denominator, and I think that's probably where he's getting pushback, is that people are like, I lose interest because I can't fucking pay attention for more than three minutes. Well, it's just that, like, yeah, it's, it's his... The, the fact that he dives into one topic, mm-hmm. I think bother some people because like all the other platforms they're doing like um you know five six things a night but that's yeah. what i like about john oliver is that he just like really digs in there yeah he gets you all the information that you could want like it's he's so good yeah i still absolutely. miss john stewart 
I still miss John Stewart. Well, I do too. I do too. But, I mean, I, I really want to see like there are projects that he's apparently been working on, and I really want to start seeing them uh, come to fruition. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, but uh, let's let's move away from politics before I start fucking openly sobbing on the air, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I do that, like once a day, where I just like I'm like, okay, I gotta stop reading this because like yeah. I'm gonna go punch somebody because I'm angry now. <laughs> Yeah, I got. I don't have. Luckily, don't have very many like American friends that are you know Trump supporters. But I have like one that posted some shit about like how Muslims you know from these countries hate us and want to come in and kill everybody. And I've been in a fucking two day fight with her and all of her ignorant friends about it, and it's taken a fucking mental toll on me. Tim, just come back to Canada, buddy. (laughs) It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Anyways, let's you. move on to let's move on to happier things, guys. What is your geek of the week? Geek of the week. <laughs> uh, Chrissy, let's hear from you first. What was your oh, geekiest God. thing? Um, my geekiest thing of the week is probably just being super excited about the pink Pokemon. <laughs> like <laughs> when you said that, I was like, "Damn, my geek of the week." Yeah, um, that start today or yesterday? Yesterday, I think. Uh, yesterday, yesterday. Um, yeah, honestly, like it's. I've just been stupid busy this week trying to sell my car and like getting a new car and just it's been obnoxious. So I haven't actually had any downtime to do geeky things. Good story. That's probably Pokemon is the is the one that I'm most excited about. And I played a little bit of Witcher when I can. I'm onto the new DLC and it's pretty good. <laughs> I think that's gonna be your uh, your geek of the week is for is gonna be Witcher for like the next like six months or something like that with Probably. all that fucking DLC. Probably. <laughs> uh, all right, Mark. What was your geek of the week? Um, actually, my geek my geek of the week is actually our topic of the week because I've been uh, I've been going back and uh, avoiding cr- playing the game Christy wants me to play by playing a bunch of other stuff <laughs> that I've had on my uh, to play pile for the last little while. So. Oh, Christy's Christy shooting fucking daggers at you right now. Yeah. So I've been I've been back. Uh, what was I playing? I was playing uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider because I started it last year when I bought it for Xbox and never finished it mm-hmm. and have been kind of back into that, playing a little bit of that the last couple of weeks. I also played, um, I played the first probably four hours of Resident Evil 7 and uh, was not enthralled by it at all in spite of the fact that it's getting these like glowing stellar reviews i was like fucking frustrated with it so i kind of i kind of walked away and switched over to tomb raider so yeah yeah i don't know i just like it was getting these amazing like five-star reviews from like all over the place and i was like okay so i grabbed it and started playing it and was like i think you guys are all on fucking drugs because this does not play (laughs) properly or something or it like the difficulty curves all fucked up or something like that because it was just like Okay, I'm done. I'm frustrated. I don't really care what happens to any of these people, and they're all act like assholes, and they're all stupid. So, <laughs> uninstall. I think, the, I think the only, well, I don't know. If, I don't think I've ever played any of the Resident Evil games. I think I've only ever played like the very, like first one or two um, Resident Evil games, though, or not a uh, Resident Evil Tomb Raider games. I oh Tomb Raider. Uh, I played all. I usually play all the Tomb Raider games. I like them. I like the modern ones, especially like the the reboot yeah. and uh, the new one. This one's really fun. I'm having a good time with it. Um, surely, like surely the newer ones actually have fucking stories. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. They play kind of like um, 
Uncharted with more collectibles, I guess. Like a more of a map-based open world kind of Uncharted. Mm. So um, they're fun. I like them. Uh, I thought you were talking about Resident Evil, though. I was like, uh... No. I probably played all of them at one point or another, and I just don't like this new one very much. I didn't like the last two, really. Like, five and six were kind of shitty. Four was fun. Four was good. And then, like, the original, yeah. like, classic trilogy on PlayStation, I don't... I haven't played them since they were on PlayStation. I might have played the remake on GameCube of the first one, but not nothing extensive, so... I don't know. Okay. I don't know, yeah, so I've been... Uh, I've actually been playing video games the last, like, couple days since I've had not much to do... Nice. Otherwise, I need that. I need that a lot. Yeah. Uh, all right, for me. Aspect, but you're just being a dick. <laughs> yeah, kind of. You haven't played the Arkham game, so really, you, you yep. can't. Uh, at this, this is, point, this is the dance robot dance uh, reach around. Is uh, you know, you play my games, I play yours. <laughs> Every time I boot up Mass Effect, I get like two hours in, and I'm like, I hate this. This is stupid. <laughs> I just like walk away from it. <laughs> And I know it's because it's like the first couple hours are like rough to get through, but I'm just like, oh, this is so tedious. Stop, please. <laughs> and I walk away. And I'm like, I'm going to go play something where I can actually kill something now. So. Yeah. All right. Whatever. <laughs> uh, my geek of the week is that uh, I got a new phone this week. I uh, was on a wait list for the uh Google Pixel, the 128 gig one, because they were they were back ordered, and uh, last week they came available, and I ordered one like as soon as I got the email, and uh, came in a couple days ago. So I've spent the last couple days just fucking around with it and transferring all my shit over to it, and I'm really happy with it. It's so much faster than my S my S5 was. Um, it's got a fucking fancy little uh, fingerprint reader on the back that you use to unlock it. Uh, which is nice. welcome to welcome to iPhone like four years ago. But wh- where's where is the? I mean, my my S five had a, a fingerprint reader is basically built into the home button, but it's yeah, not like it's not convenient at all, right? Like this way, it's on the back, like right where your finger like rests when you're using the phone. Hold so it I find the, it. Uh, hold it up to your webcam. Like where do you? So that you is my it? unlock oh. button. So right where there. so where the Apple logo is on a real phone, yeah, is your <laughs> on, yeah okay. on a fucking Apple. Androids I, are fun. Yeah, I love I love my Android. I would never buy an Apple phone because I don't like Apple's proprietary bullshit. The only thing I'm not happy with with this phone is um, that the like battery is not user replaceable, and the uh, but that's less of an issue now that you can get external batteries for pretty cheap. Um, but the other thing I don't like is that. Uh, the uh, storage isn't upgradable, um, so that's why I got the bigger one. Mm, smart. Yeah. I've been living. I've been living that way for like five years now. So yeah. But it's super fast, and fucking Pokemon Go runs seamlessly on it. And on my oh, last phone, so it, was, it was laggy as fuck, uh, and it would like reboot on me all the fucking time, and. It's just really nice, like, because I'm kind of, like, a purist when it comes to this, well, when it comes to a lot of things, I love finally being able to use a phone that is running the Android OS, like, stock, like, as it was meant to be run. Um, my So my phone is one of the first ones that uh, was released with uh, Nougat, the version 7, Android OS 7. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and it's really nice, so... I'm still pretty infatuated with it, and I will be for a while. 
Yeah. Um, and I got a custom case made, which uh, probably the company shouldn't have made because it was copyrighted. But I got the uh, Pinkerton cover art made oh, into cool. a case. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I tried to do it because um, Google actually has their own cases that you can do that sort of thing on. You can like upload uh, art or pictures or whatever and have it put on a case. But because it's Google, they like checked and said, no, this is copyrighted. We can't do that. Like It wasn't like I submitted the order and then they came back. It was like as soon as I tried to put it on the case like uh, when I was ordering it, they run a search to see if it's copyrighted or not, and they say no. And- because That's Google amazing. has an image like search function, it would know. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was my geek of the week. New, new, fast, fucking amazing phone. So. That's nice. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to our meat of the episode. Shameful meats. So today that, on that sounds, uh, that sounds dirty, buddy. Sh- shameful meat. <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it makes me think of like sad, sad times. It's my nickname for my penis, actually. Yeah, that's, that was uh, the implication. Yeah, that, that's about right. <laughs> uh, so this week we're going to be talking about our shame piles which is a term that mark brought up uh, earlier this week that uh, i definitely have some but i'd never heard it quite referred to that way uh i guess it's mostly a sort of gaming term right which is yeah it's kind of it's kind of a gamer term but i guess it, I, I kind of apply it to pretty much everything at this point but it is a gamer yeah. term referred like yeah i'm notorious for this where you'll buy a bunch of games and then play them for like an hour and then put them back in the case and then never touch them again or not um, even so play them at all or not even play them at all for that matter yeah um so that was i that's kind of what my geek of the week was this week was i was looking at my uh copy of rise of the tomb raider and i was i think eric's playing it because i saw him on psn playing the, uh, the 20th anniversary edition it finally came out for ps4 a year later and i was like oh yeah i had that game i should play it and not play mass effect so, <laughs> um so i was like so we I should think- do we should talk about our shame piles yeah yes and i i like that idea i think that i think a lot of uh most geeks probably do that to some uh, extent they'll like you know sort of hoard stuff that they want but don't necessarily have time to actually consume and enjoy um, yeah. So, for instance, I know Eric has just a huge fucking toy collection. A lot of them are just sitting in boxes kind of thing. I think that's because um, he's calling them collection at this point. Yeah. Quote, you know, yeah. But, I mean, they're Air they're quotes. just taking up space and, you know, in his basement kind of thing. Um, rather than aren't, actually... we, aren't we staring at your shame pile right now? Part yeah. of your shame pile? Yeah. This is true. Yeah. So, well, let's get into it then. Let's. I want to break this down in a couple of ways. One... I want to hear from everybody what your biggest physical shame pile is, like actual stuff, not digital stuff that you have and have never played or watched or read or whatever. Um, Mark, how about you were already talking about yours so or one of yours. So how about you go? Um, I'm a really big like I don't play games as much as I used to, but I still buy them pretty avidly for some reason. Um, I'm not as bad as I used to be. And uh, I sold a bunch of stuff. Uh, not too long ago, but I had a collection of like last gen, so like three six Xbox three sixty PS three, kind of like GameCube Wii U kind of stuff. Uh, that was just fucking mountainous. Like it was taking up almost a bookcase full of stuff. Oh, wow. <laughs> that I was like, I've probably played like one out of every ten games that I've bought here. 
I have no intention of playing through most of these things. It ended up paying for a bunch of flights out west at one point because I was just like, I'm just going to oh, sell wow. all of it. Wow. Um, Mass Effect, the Mass Effect trilogy for Xbox 360 were in that pile. Um, Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I've stopped doing that more more lately, but like I, I'm trying to think of like games that I had in there because like I would buy stuff like Saints Row and just never touch it, or like uh, Mass Effect's a really good example of it because I bought all fucking three of them, totally intending to sit down and play them at some point, just never did. Uh, I'm trying to think, <laughs> even this gen, I've done it a couple times. Like I have, I bought a copy of Far Cry Four when I bought my PS4. And I'm pretty sure Eric has it because I don't know where it is, but I know I've never played it. Or like I put it in for an hour just to see how the PS4 like runs, and then like was like, oh wait, I got GTA Five, and then just like disappeared into that and forgot about Far Cry, <laughs> and, um, and just mowed people down in cars for yeah, pretty much pretty, for, instead of mowing them down with guns. Yeah, it's like it was at least a, like at least a two or three week period where I was just like in GTA Five um, <laughs> doing that. So uh, video games like the biggest one. Like there's there is franchises that like I will be like, yeah, I should I'm gonna try that. I'm not gonna say Mass Effect again, but I did. So um <laughs> that I'm like, I should really play that and I just never do. Um Final Fantasy's one where like I just I don't care that much, but I'll I've bought a couple of them and then just like, yeah, I'm not playing it and just it sits there. Never touched. <laughs> every yeah. time I'm like, I'm gonna try this game, no, never do. It's it's pretty <laughs> embarrassing. And that's a rough one too, because like every one of those is like probably fifty or sixty bucks or something like that, unless you get them well after release. It depended. Like some of them, I would buy like brand. Like if there was like a big name <laughs> franchise that was something that like I liked, I would like yeah okay I'll go I'll run out and buy it. But when I was like in the three sixty PS three era, I was big like oh that that week I'm going out and buying this game mm. and buying it new for sixty bucks or whatever. And I was like why am I wasting my fucking money now like. <laughs> Half the time I don't play things until they go on like half price sale, and I'm totally happy with that. So, what the um, fuck are these expressions, Christy? You just yeah, so mad, right so mad at him <laughs> because of Mass I'm Effect, so... but because of all of these games. Because of all of these games deserve to be played. I play other games. I have other games over that I and play. over and over again. Yeah, kinda. Sometimes I go back to the same ones. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not too bad on uh, physical like video games. Like we've got, we've got one shelf that is mostly video games, but it's also all our vintage cartridges and stuff like that too. Like Alicia and I together have a bunch of old like NES games and Genesis games and stuff like that. But our, we've got maybe one shelf that is like just a single shelf that's all of our Wii and Wii U games, and most of those have been played probably at least once, maybe not all the way through. Uh, we've got a lot of the um, Guitar Hero games and like Rock Band track packs and stuff like that. Some of those we might not have popped in yet, but most of those even we've probably got like from used stores anyways. So it's not like we went out and bought them new and they just sat there. Yeah, I um, I have played I think almost all of my physical games. And what I do, what I used to do is I'd go on Unboxing Day and I'd get all the Game of the Year editions of stuff, mm-hmm. and then um, I would uh. I would make my way meticulously through. So, like, I remember this one Boxing Day, I bought Uncharted, Uncharted 2, Red Dead Redemption, Heavy Rain, and, um, oh, what was the other one? Heavy Rain was one of the games that I sold. I had it. I never played it. God. Oh, no. 
I did. I played like two hours of it. I didn't. I just oh like, yeah, never God, went back. I just to don't it. know. <laughs> I just don't know. It hurts me to hear you say these things. <laughs> Look at my hair. I know it's, it's so gone insane because of you. It's probably good we didn't have uh, other Mark on this episode then, because he'd probably be even more upset than you are about this. I'm just upset. I would imagine a guy who owns a video game store probably has a shame pile that's like three times taller than I am. Mark, how big is your shame pile of games that you haven't played? Uh, zero. Zero. Oh, oh snap. Interesting. <laughs> He's been playing video games since he was nine. Yeah, me too. Well, I've been, yeah. I was pretty young when we got our how, NES. Younger? Yeah. How old? Young. Five. Five. So, you know. <laughs> That's why well, he... Good for him. I'm just disappointed in you. <laughs> Well, Christy, let, let's be disappointed in you then. What is your biggest physical shame pile? Books. Yeah? What yeah. kind of books? How big is your pile? Um, I have about 15 books that I have bought that I have not read in the last, like, year and a half. Okay. 15, to, maybe, maybe, yeah, about 15 to 20 books. Um, that, I mean, unless you count, like, no, no, books would be my biggest thing. Mm. Yeah. Just because, like, I'll, I love reading, but I find that it's the easiest thing to say, like, I just don't have time to do. Yeah. So, like, that's why I really like audiobooks lately, because I can um, listen to the books that I really want to read. But to be perfectly honest, oh, goodness me. I have been, sorry, um, <laughs> I have been listening to the Harry Potter books for, like, the seventh time, and... Uh, just listen to the King Killer Chronicle for like the f- fourth or fifth time. And yet I get shit for playing the same video games. Um, yeah, because while I'm doing that though, I'm still reading. I finished Girl on the Train, which I had for a while, um, a couple days ago. I just I and I already started. That, uh... I already started The Wonder, and I also have another book on the go. Um, what's it called? Oh, I have another book on the go. There was that book that I mentioned last week, uh, Have Not Been the Same, the, uh, the Can Rock story from like 1985 to 1995, mm-hmm. that I finished reading this week. So. Yeah. Well, your shame pile wasn't books, it was video games, it was no, sad. It was, it's, the video games are, yeah, def, video games are my, probably the worst, the thing I'm worst for when it comes to that. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've probably got like 30 or so books that I have, have, but I haven't read, but a majority of those are ones that have been given to me as gifts, and I don't really have the same... Oh, I am, I'm not counting. Yeah, I'm not counting um, the ones I've been given as gifts because then it'd be more yeah. like 40, 50. Yeah, I've got like maybe maybe five or ten books that I bought at some point but haven't read um, yeah. that I actually intend to read. Like there are some that I buy like just as reference. Like for instance, I don't think I didn't buy this like encyclopedia, this Marvel encyclopedia that I was reading out of earlier. But that's the sort of thing that I might just like keep around just as sort of reference or whatever. Yeah, I don't give away my books. Once I have them, they're mine. Yeah, yeah, I'm the, I'm the same way. Unless it's something that like I'm just I'm starting to get to the point now where I'm just like, yeah, I'm probably never actually going to read this. It was a, you know thoughtless gift that somebody gave me kind of thing. I'm just going to ditch it. And... Those heartless bastards. Yeah. Um. All right. What well, mine. Yeah. <laughs> mine is partially behind me uh, so as we've talked about on the podcast before uh, i record at my computer which is right in front of a wall of long boxes uh, how many do i have here i've got 15 18 let's say 19 or 20 
long boxes here of comics. Of the ones that I have here, I've read four of them. Uh, so that means 15 or so of the ones that are here have not been read. This is only maybe a third, maybe even a quarter of my full collection. Uh, most of it is at my parents' place in Canada in their basement. Um, but up there, a lot more of the ones have actually been read. Uh, let's see. I've probably got maybe 15 long boxes up there that haven't been read, but there's probably 50 or 60 boxes that have been read. I might well, be over it. Fucking but... unbelievable to me. Open a comic. Well, <laughs> yeah, how are you ever going to so, get through those? Uh, I mean, a lot of them I can burn through really quickly if I just have the time to actually sit down and do it. But right now, for instance, like just with my new comics, I am I'm a full long box behind on new comics, and that's just because the last like couple years have been really crazy with finishing my PhD and starting a new job in a new industry. But now I'm starting to get through that backlog now that I'm not kind of working the same long hours. And I also am traveling quite a bit for work, and that gives me a lot of time on planes and shit like that, which I basically all burn through, like, even if it's like an hour flight, I can burn through, like, a half dozen or eight or ten comics on a single flight. Mm. Um, so, yeah, let's let's make an estimate there. Let's say I've got 30 long boxes that I haven't read. Each of those long boxes probably has about 200 comics in them. So what's the math on that? 30 times 200, 6,000 comics that I haven't read, maybe? That's insanity. <laughs> yeah, but like really flipping... Reading a single issue takes like... What yeah. does it take you to read a single issue, man? Like five minutes? Maybe? It depends. Maybe I mean, if it's, if it's like 80s where there's a lot more text... Yeah, than, it's, it's like an Alan Moore book. And yeah, you're going to be sitting there for a while, but like... Yeah. But a lot of these, yeah, I can get through in five or ten minutes. Yeah. So it's not like it's a... I mean, that's a lot of material to get through, yeah. but it's not... And and basically where it came from was uh, when I stopped working at Disney World, I uh, basically that was the point where I started collecting like all of DC, and I decided I wanted my target collection to be all of DC back to Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is 1985. Um and I was already well on my way to it, but at that point I was living at home. I had a whole bunch of disposable income, so I just and uh, sort of the rash like comic books hadn't really caught back on yet at that point. Um, you know, there wasn't as many like comic book movies and stuff like that coming out, so I could buy like huge lots of comics, like full runs of a series, like three or four hundred issues for like mm-hmm. a couple hundred bucks, like less, well less than a dollar an issue, sort of thing. So I was doing that and buying all these up. And I also didn't really have a space issue either, so I ended up accruing a lot of stuff that I haven't read. Um, so right now, once I do get through my sort of current, my new issue backlog, I think I've talked about this on the podcast, my current reading project is to get through all of the Batman and Batman like family books that I have. <coughs> it's, um, that's, a, that's a harrowing it's ordeal. Daunting. It's daunting. Yeah, that's, that's a shit ton. Especially because like, um, I just read through the Nightfall stuff like i just read like straight from like where they start nightfall to like him taking the well kind of him handing off the cow to dick for a little while and going and finding Mm -hmm. himself or whatever he does during prodigal um and even that took me like a week and a bit and some of it was like the art teams we were talking about the art teams on the superman books when i read death Death story um they are 
light years better than the art teams that kind of mill <laughs> through the bat books during that era. Yeah. Cause I was just like, Oh my God, it's, it's pretty <laughs> fucking dire in spots. Like there's a couple issues that I was like, I was literally just reading word bubbles and trying not to look at the fucking drawings. Cause I'm like, I don't know what's going on. There's nothing. I don't know. I hate it. I hate it. I can't look at it. And I'm like reading yeah. it to get the plot and keep moving. That shit agonizes me. Like it's fucking crazy. So, yeah. I mean, I've read most of the Batman stuff. I think post like 2000. I can't remember when it was. I started reading all the Batman stuff. It was probably 2007 or 2008, something like that. So I've I've got the last like 10 years or so covered. It's just that stretch from 85 to 2006 or seven or something like that that I need to get through. And uh, I mean, some of that I know is not going to be so good, and I'm going to be able to burn through it a lot faster. But then there's like there's a lot of good storylines in there that I'm looking forward to, like stuff like Hush and and cataclysm and no man's land and no man's land is excellent i really enjoyed no man's land yeah hush is a little overhyped i always thought but the art's pretty so it gets it's points for that yeah and that's the other nice thing is that all of these are single issues because this is my actual collection like it's not like marvel where i just read digitally or trades or that sort of thing when i actually Mm -hmm. do read marvel which isn't very often um so, I mean, I've got single issues and first printings for essentially all of the stuff that I have, which is 90% of DC's, what DC has put out since 1985. Yeah. Which is <laughs> insanity. And very beautiful at the same time. But <laughs> Anytime you want to borrow, my friend. You just have to come to Atlanta. <laughs> or, yeah. go to, or go to my parents' house in Brantford. Go to Brantford? Yeah. yeah. I could so. just, you know probably find them online somewhere that i can read them so there's that too this is true so that's my biggest beautiful ipad yeah that's my biggest physical shame pile and it is a fucking doozy um all right let's let's switch to digital then because that's another way that it's really easy to get a big backlog of stuff going uh let's go back to christy what's your biggest digital shame pile steam oh so video games Oh, so so games, so video games that you bought and then you never played. No, 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 no. I will explain. <laughs> I will explain. Mark gave me his Steam login when I just wanted to get um, Wolf Among Us in the Telltale package. So I played all the games that I bought in the Telltale package, but I have to play through the games that he has purchased. Okay, so they have actually been played, just not by you. Exactly. And and they are games that you genuinely want to play. They're not just yes. like you play them. Yeah, the there's sake. like 180 games on there. More? How many games? 250 games. Yeah, I've got a buddy that's got a huge Steam library like that too. Like he yeah. and he just it's buys just... like every time shit goes on sale, he'll yeah. buy it, even if he's vaguely interested in it. And he's got just hundreds of games that he hasn't played. That's a little bit yeah. more my speed these days. When PlayStation sales come up, I'll like, oh yeah, I wanted to play that, and I'll 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 buy it and like kind of store it, and then see. Like yeah. I kind of get this. The reason Not I was as bad mad as it at was, though. yeah, the reason I was mad at Mark earlier was because he went out and buy these games when like people who really wanted the games would go and try to find copies, and they'd be sold out by schmoes like this. And then, um, <laughs> when like, did this ever happen? Like, you were just saying like you'd Mark. go, yeah, you'd go and oops, sorry, my mic's falling. Um, <laughs> you'd say, you know, you said that you would pick the week that you would go get the game. Yeah. 
So I'm just saying. And then I guarantee um, you there was always multiple copies of every game on the shelf when I bought them. I'm sure um, that's true. But um, no, and then like you know you spend sixty to seventy bucks minimum on a new game. But that's why with Steam it's so easy because the sales are so crazy that you just oh, drop yeah. it drops down to like ten bucks, and that's really hard not to buy. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, my I've, biggest shame library. Yeah. I've only... My Steam library has 50 games in it, and of those, I've probably played 35 or 40 of them. And a lot of the ones that I have played are one, or haven't played are ones I've either like got for free um, or were given as a gift or something like that. Yeah. Like somebody had a code and they just passed it along to me. Like I've got all the Bioshock games somebody gave me as a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, you should play those, actually. The, the yeah. first and yeah. third one are excellent Infinite games. Infinite is so good yeah infinite yeah. is awesome the first um, one's really good too it's dated a little mechanically but it is still a really good game the yeah, second one like, i did not care for i did beat it but i did not care for it yeah somebody also gave me all the Dave Sex games as well um it's my buddy that's actually got the huge steam library because he would buy like these bundles that had games in them that he already had because he didn't have most of them and then he would just pass the extra ones on to me oh nice um so yeah, so someday maybe I'll get to those. Um, Dirt 3, I got like a fucking free copy of that with a video card or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Because that was the, th- that's the thing that happens. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, like Steam is really easy to collect those games. You're like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I yeah, guess I could. Whatever. That's free, whatever. Yeah, it's five bucks. $2, whatever. whatever. That's uh, it's kind of how like that builds, but that's it's like I said, it's so inexpensive that it's just it's not even. It's not, you look back and you're like, yeah, that was worth the money, even though I haven't played it yet. Yeah. Uh, all right. How about you, Mark? Is that would that be your biggest digital? No. Or no? Um, I think my biggest digital hoard is records. Like I, I download music pretty avidly still. Yeah, it's me too. Um, and I will like download discographies of people that i'm like i should listen to this because i should listen to this kind of thing mm-hmm. and then it'll just sit there and i'll i'll listen to a bit of it and just be like ah, it's not, i'm not feeling it and then just kind of it sits there so i've got like i'm trying to think probably like like especially bigger bands like i, I downloaded all of the springsteen stuff and like it just doesn't do anything for me but it's still in there like my itunes library is on a on a lesser system than mine would probably cause like but the, a computer to have a stroke from how big it is when it tries to load the library. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so stuff like that. Like I don't really overly care for the Rolling Stones that much, but I have every album they've ever recorded sitting. And do you on my keep all drive. that stuff? Do you keep all that yeah. stuff even if you've listened to it and been like, yeah, I'm not big on this track or whatever? It it depends on what it is. If it's something like in my head, I feel like is like an essential kind of artist that I should have for some reason, I will keep it kind of stored there. Some stuff I'll delete and like go back to. We're gonna, um, we were talking about having like a guest host. We're gonna do a special episode with my brother, and a lot of the albums Paul recommends to me, I will download and then take out multiple times as he like. You have to try it again. You have to try it again. Um, <laughs> so like the Joanna Newsom stuff that I had you listen to, I've probably yeah. downloaded those albums like four times each. And every time I'm like, I fucking I don't like this. Why do I download this and try? Every time I'm like, I keep trying and I just I can't do it. So um, yeah, music. Yeah, I, I think we're, I think we're gonna have it out with Paul on that one. Now oh, absolutely. That episode. I probably have yeah. There's probably a terabyte of music on my my media drive right now, Oof. like just MP3s. Wait, and tell I, give me an idea and 
So that's all stuff that you've listened to, or oh no no no, that's no. everything. Just, that's just everything. Is like about a terabyte okay. worth of stuff. Um, well, that that doesn't mean much because it could vary a lot depending on the quality. Give us an idea of like file numbers. Everything. Oh, you shit. can you can run properties on the folder. Hold on, or on the yeah, drive take, or whatever. It's gonna take a second though. It'll take an hour. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll take I, a while. I definitely did that before we started. Um, a terabyte of music though, seriously. Yeah, it's all MP3s. Most of the stuff, if it's ripped by me or I download it, I try and get 320 or VBR rips. So they're usually high quality ripped stuff. Um, like 100 megs or 150 megs for an album or something like that. Approximately, yeah. Um, we're looking at. Who? <laughs> Still going? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, so yeah, okay, about 350,000 files. Approximately. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you got me beat on that. I thought I was pretty bad for music hoarding, but you definitely got me beat there. No. That's insane. A, yeah, three, about, about, yeah, yeah, 354,000 files in my Shite. music folder. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, mine, I'm pretty close to that. Like, this is just the stuff that I've downloaded that I haven't like gone through and sorted. Um, when we finally, when we get around to doing an episode about like how we consume music, I'll let you guys know the fucking like OCD way that I have to like sort music and everything. You want to um, talk and, about like, OCD, buddy? And, oh and, man, like, I should just... and, and, and screen it and everything. We'll, yeah. we'll get to that. But so I've got a folder that's just called music to sort, and uh-huh. it's got for me uh, about thirty-eight thousand files in it, individual files. That's uh, about, um about 200 gigs. Oh yeah, my god. That's about right. My like in my downloads yeah. folder right now, I have um music like I dump it all the music that I download into a separate folder. Mm-hmm. And it's sitting right now unsorted at about 22,000 files. Yeah. And that's not counting. I've also got like a two download list uh that is and and this is very like some in some cases it's like I need to download this song. In some cases, it's like I need to download this album or this discography. But that list yeah. is has about 130 items on it as well of things that I need want to go back and download. Yep. Yeah. Uh, my list is a little is pretty good. <laughs> I'm pretty good about like going in and like if I think about something, I'll throw a torrent up or whatever. I'll go on yeah. so you can find it, or I'll go on iTunes and buy it. That's unlikely, but I mean, we don't use yeah. BitTorrent. We we get all of this totally le- legit and legally totally legit i buy all of my music yeah i have been uh i, I have been and the, the weird part is like i still download everything but i have been switching over like everything that you guys like recommended like or whatever i don't want to say recommended but like what you guys had on your list that i've gone back and listened to i haven't downloaded it for the most part i just like spotify it now and just play it that yeah. way and i'm like oh that's that, that's fine with me so yeah but yeah my spotify. music collection is yeah. my music yeah. collection is ridiculous right now so <laughs> see i kind of prefer spotify because like i d- i was i'd never really bought um a lot of music to begin with like i was just kind of um, i would always buy cds but i i don't really like to listen to whole albums i know it's preposterous unless it's a musical and then i'm like yeah story yeah. You're, but, you're from a generation where there's not as many albums that are crafted as albums though so well that's the thing right like i don't feel like i have actual like a lot of the music that's come out now is just like singles that are made onto one album mm-hmm. and so yeah, i don't yeah. songs not an actual album so i find that like 
Um, iTunes was so cool when it had it's like, you know, it opened up the playlist function and everything and you could have shuffle. But like that's pretty much just I think how I listen to music now. And so Spotify is perfect because it's unlimited. Right. So it's just like whatever. Yeah. See, I don't like I don't like shuffling around different bands a lot of the time, unless I've specifically curated that playlist to do that. Usually, what I'm like, I just want to listen to a band, so I'll throw a bunch of their stuff into a playlist and let that shuffle at best. But mm. usually, I'm like, oh, I want to listen to whatever. I want to listen to Deftones. I'll pick an album and put that on, probably. So, yeah. With me, it's more I just still, like I, I don't still think albums. Yeah. With me, it's more just like I don't want. I, I don't want to be tied to a streaming service. I want to be able to have access to all my music, like if I'm in my car without you know cell signal or on a plane or something like that. So I know you can download some songs on Spotify, but I don't really yeah. want to have to like you know before I get on a flight, I don't want to have to be like, all right, before I lose my internet connection, what do I want to listen to on this flight, sort of thing. Well, you can have multiple playlists that you just download. Yeah, and that's yeah. also why like I'm just listening to the stuff that like people are recommending that I listen to or like new stuff on Spotify. Whereas yeah. like, if it's something that I know I'm going to want to keep where it's like, yeah, I want like lateralis. It's all on my phone, like in, like in memory on my phone. So yeah. that stuff stays, stuff that I listen to a lot stays there. So yeah, I don't know. So, all right. Uh, so yeah, I didn't check today. See if Mastodon leaked yet or not. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be so, so yeah, music I think would definitely be in terms of quantity. My biggest digital, Horde, my biggest digital shame pile. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a couple ones that we haven't really talked. Uh, well, I've got another physical one that's fairly large, which is um, so we've talked. I've talked about podcasts before about how I'm kind of a Disney nerd, and uh, Disney has like this um, fan club called D23, and uh, they have like these conferences and their conventions and that sort of thing too. And I'm uh, like charter member of that it started in like 2009 and i've been a member since it started and but i've only read maybe like the they put out quarterly magazines which are like these really big like nice um like large format magazines that are printed beautifully and stuff and i've only read maybe like the first four of them so i've got the next the last like six or seven years of those just sitting on a shelf that i haven't actually read yet so oh, it's wow. probably 40 or 50 well maybe not that quite that many like 30 or 40 issues something like that um yeah that's i think that's the only other that i've got that's really big like that's a physical pile like i've got a few movies like maybe 10 or 15 like dvds again some of those are ones that have been given to me as gifts and i'm not really that interested or like i've got battlestar galactica on blu-ray the new version or the you know revamp and i haven't sat down i've had that for a couple years and i haven't sat down and rewatched it yet yeah, I never okay. bought that. I have uh, the last one I bought was like I bought Sopranos when they released it on Blu-ray. I actually did sit down and watch that though. So yeah, I did. I got also got the Heroes box set uh, a few years ago, and I did actually sit down and want rewatch that. God, you hate yourself that much. <laughs> well, part of it is that was that Heroes Reborn was coming out, and so I was like, well, I might as well go back and watch the original series. I've got it sitting there on Blu-ray anyways, and I mean the first season is really good, and there's good stuff in the remaining there is a lot of not so good stuff in the remaining you know seasons as well but uh yeah a big shout out to uh what's his name uh, henry zabrowski from last podcast on the left was actually in heroes reborn oh yeah He's a pretty funny guy yeah he does uh i don't remember what the character was called i watched one episode just mm-hmm. to see what he was like on tv as opposed to on, on crazy a on a podcast yeah <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, digitally, do, well, Mark, I know that you uh, acquire movies and TV shows fairly regularly as well. How many of the, like, do you have a backlog of those too? Oh yeah, my Netflix list is crazy. Yeah. It's more than Netflix now than anything okay. else. There was the back in the day, I definitely was like downloading stuff, but I would usually watch that pretty quickly if I was going to download a whole series of stuff. But like now I've got a couple things on my Netflix or actually I do have one that I just downloaded that I've been meaning to watch, but I haven't got around to it yet. And that's um, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia is something that's oh, kind of like yeah. I, I need to sit down and watch it. And I yeah, just haven't. Do. It's you'd love it, Mark. You'd love yeah, it. I know. I just haven't yeah, taken it's the time. right up your alley. All right, he doesn't listen to anything that we say is good. Well, I say is good. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've started to. I, I only started using Netflix within the last and like streaming services within the last like year or two. I was kind of a late adopter on that. Um, and part of that was because I was in grad school and I didn't want to have to fucking pay like 10 bucks a month or whatever for a Netflix subscription. Uh, and even now I'm not paying for it. I'm on my parents' subscription. <laughs> um, but I, so I do have a pretty big backlog of movies and TV shows. Like I've got four or 500 movies that I've downloaded over the past like 10 years or so that I haven't watched yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's stuff of- that's like I've downloaded and then deleted that. Cause I'm just like, I'm never going to end up watching this. So I don't yeah. I've become way more selective with my movie watching now than I ever have been. So, um, yeah. so I used to just download like anytime something new would pop up on one of the like one of those sites, I'd just be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna download because it it's new. Somebody will want it." And then like now I'm just like, I don't care about half of this shit, so I don't bother downloading it. So yeah, there was a while where I was like um, watching all like the award shows and like just downloading everything that was nominated, sort of things. I was like, well, if it's nominated, it's got to be worth watching, kind of thing. And then I just find like ninety percent of that stuff I'm never really in the mood to watch because a lot of it's just fucking super depressing. Yeah, Uh, I don't like that's. I used to do that when I was younger too. Is like go and download like this year's Oscars nominee, Oscar Best Picture nominees, and I was like, I'd get through like one of them and just be like, all these movies make me want to put a gun in my mouth. I don't want to (laughs) fucking watch any of these. Yeah. Because they're all super like, oh, it's somebody who's like mentally handicapped or somebody's addicted to heroin or somebody who's both or some horse shit like that. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't like, fuck, man. Like, just can you nominate something that's fun? But no. no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while there is like, I guess there's you know stuff like La La Land, but that's a musical. So you won't watch it or eh. uh, or like what? um what else was there recently? There was the Life of Pi or whatever that looked like a little bit, you know, sort of lighter fare kind of thing. But yeah, a lot of these, like, like I've got just tons of fucking shit that I've downloaded and how. Yeah, that sounds like stuff that I downloaded and then deleted very quickly. So yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I try not to do that too much anymore. I have like, I have more like, it's more like TV shows that like people have told me that I should watch that I'll like, and I'm just like, yeah, okay. But then it's like a, it's a time sink, right? Where it's like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna have to spend. 70 hours watching whatever and i don't even know if i'm gonna like it or not so yeah um yeah but there's like big gaps like stuff like uh i'm trying to think tv oh yeah like seinfeld or curb your enthusiasm i just i don't like seinfeld oh, so curb enthusiasm so good i yeah and it, i've never seen it it, oh, it, that gets guilt so by association good. for me whereas like yeah. I know it's like kind of like a more adulty like HBO Seinfeld and I'm just like I don't care at all like oh, I just it's, don't I it's don't amazing know. but then I have people 
like you telling me like you'd love it go watch it and i'm like okay yeah. and then i just don't so I, I think you would like it like he's a terrible person like to <laughs> like 10 times worse than seinfeld's a bad person like, i just don't find the characters on seinfeld at all like i don't like them so i don't want to watch the show i think you'd like larry david yeah oh, maybe, yeah. I'll, maybe i'll maybe i'll try the first season again it's i'm surprised that, that you uh, didn't like it what seinfeld yeah no um that you didn't like enthusiasm to be fair, I've never actually watched any of it. It's just on one of those shows that I'm told like I should watch and I have on a list where I'm like, I should watch this someday and I just I've never gotten around to it. So Yeah. Yeah, like Seinfeld, I mean I, I like Seinfeld when it came out, but I've tried to rewatch it and it hasn't aged really well for me. But I could definitely rewatch Curb Your Enthusiasm. I've never seen in a full episode of Seinfeld. I can't. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it so much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's. I, I think it was definitely big for its time, but has not aged particularly well and is not particularly rewatchable. Yeah. But um, maybe we'll get some hate for that. We'll see. We'll probably get some hate for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for Just TV shows, I'm. Yeah, I'm not as bad with TV shows as I am with movies. I've got maybe 20 or so TV shows, but a lot of these are probably ones I'm not going to end up watching. Like, I downloaded the Mortal Kombat TV show at some point because I think I downloaded all the movies. I think I downloaded. I think I downloaded all the movies, and I was like, well, I might as well get the TV show as well, but I'm probably never actually going to watch it. (laughs) You downloaded the Mortal Kombat. I want you to think about what you did. I want you to think about what you did, Tim. Yeah, and there's also some like old horror series that I downloaded, like uh, the old um, uh, Tales from the Crypt, uh, or fr- the there's a Friday the Thirteenth TV show, and I'm not oh. sure if I'm ever actually gonna sit down and watch those or not. I remember watching Tales from the Crypt when it was on. I wouldn't imagine it's aged particularly well. Yeah, I've still got that fucking Beware the Batman show sitting here waiting to be watched, and I'm not sure I'm ever gonna be able to. Yeah, like I'm not sure if I'm. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm ever going to be able to bring myself to watch that one. I wouldn't. Although it's it. only one season, so it yeah. would be pretty quick. It's something I could just pop on, you know, one day while I'm working or something and burn through it. We'll see. You could. It's not particularly like it's not. I don't know. It's not terrible, but it's not. I don't yeah. know. I wouldn't rush out and watch it. I'd watch the animated series again if I were you, but that's just me. Yeah, I mean, there's probably movies I should watch before I actually sit down and watch those. So, um. Yeah, I think that was kind of all the topics that I wanted to touch on. Did you guys have any any other shame piles that you uh, wanted to mention? Um, no, you know what? I was just going to say, what was our... Did we have like a top two um, absolute shame that we haven't played, read, or like... Um, I guess like played or read or watched. Consumed. I know, yeah, consumed. Because <laughs> I know that Mark... It's, pro- it's one of his top ones should be Mass Effect, but I don't know if he feels shame about that. Um, here, go ahead, Mark. You're going to go. I need to think. Um, I'm kind of like thinking. I know um, I have the the books for the Gunslinger, like the, uh, the Dark Tower series, uh, the Stephen King books that I've read the first book of and then never gone back to and i've meant like that's that would be the only when you guys were talking about books it was the only books i could think of that i'm like yeah i have those and i should read them but i haven't yet um so that's about it for that there's some like um, i'm trying to think like video game wise mass effect is on my list i will play it someday 
but the more I can torture Christy, the better I feel about myself. So, <laughs> so as long that. as the podcast is going, you're never going to play Mass Effect. Yeah, just to just to agitate Christy, I think, because she gets so verklempt when I say that I haven't <laughs> played it, and yet for some reason has never gives you shit for it. I don't understand why Tim doesn't get any shit. Because I'm not a console it. gamer. Oh, but you can Wait, play them on PC. You haven't played them, Tim? No, I haven't. Oh my god. I, I I hardly play any console games, so it's not that surprising that I've never I know, played Mass I'm just I for some reason I thought you'd at least played one. But Christy, no. you've never played any of the Arkham games. So No, that's not true. I have played them, I just haven't yeah, but finished you've never them. Beat any of them. Yeah, but I put in like a solid three or four hours. It's not that I didn't want to play them. I would go back to them. I played a solid three or four hours on Mass Actually, probably now. I probably played the first part of Mass Effect five fucking times. I just never <laughs> couldn't get through it. I swear to God, I've, I've installed it on two different PCs. I have it for I had it for Xbox or Xbox 360. I have it. I found it on my PS3. I got it for like I'm not sure if I bought it cheap. Like all three of them on PS3 and just never played them. But they're all on there now. And there's at least one other version. Oh, because I. I download. I downloaded the first one for Xbox One last week when I said I was going to, and then uh, I haven't played it yet. So there's that. <laughs> so stop, like, just fucking starting new games and just pick up one of the old ones and continue it, so you I can get past that. those those cu- first couple rough hours. I could do that, but <laughs> I feel like if I'm gonna play it, I need to like start from the start and like get into it and it just I get caught. Obviously that, like, you can't get into it from the start. Oh, I'm having trouble. <laughs> I'm just so like I know you're doing it to spite me and I hate that it bothers me. <laughs> it's not even really that I'm doing it to spite you. Spiting you is the bonus <laughs> to the fact bonus. that I'm doing it. <laughs> I just, I'm not an RPG gamer for the most part and I know it's, the first it's one is adventure. I know the first one's super RPG, though, isn't it? No, not like they're just sci-fi fun games. <laughs> yeah, but like sixty so hours angry. per game is a big time sink. I don't understand why. I just don't because it's good. I'm defeated. Okay, I'm defeated. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, let me go then, so that Christy can stop um, me. Other, other, other game. I'm trying to think of other game, other game stuff that I like haven't played. The only one, oh, uh, Infamous. Like after the second one, I kind of dropped out. I have it for PS4. I have the new one for PS4. I haven't played it yet though. Hmm. So maybe one day. Um, that's fair. My biggest uh, shame with games is um, that I've never beaten. Or gotten past, like, the third level of any of the Mario games. <laughs> the third level? Like, third level? Same or third Galaxy. World? I played Mario Galaxy. I haven't beaten it yet, but I've played quite a bit of it. Yeah, guys, I suck at them. <laughs> it sucks so bad. So bad. And you know what? It felt good admitting it the other day. It so felt if damn I, good. If I end up sucking at Mass Effect, will you let me off the hook? Is that what the You're not going to suck at it, though. I won't take your word for it. People believe that I'll suck at Mario. That's believable. I'm, it's believable. Babies play Mario, Christy. You know what? I'm not a baby. Yeah, but babies play Mario. Like, I well, was that's five great. when I first played Mario. Oh, and that nice for you. I'm terrible <laughs> at it. I'm terrible at it. I'm so bad at it. 
I have no patience for it. I have no patience for old school games, and I'm I'm ashamed to admit it. But I I tried playing Mega Man, and I almost threw the controller across the room. Mega Man Two. I was I just like, fucking it. What is this uh, shit? We need and to then start like a YouTube channel of this. Oh my god! And then I watch Mark play things like Castlevania, and I'm like, what the fuck? I can't. <laughs> we should just have a YouTube channel of me rage quitting. I I probably fall somewhere in between you, Christy, and uh, and Mark. Our Mark Prime in terms of that like I'm I'm not great at those games but I can usually get through them like but I'll have a hard time with a lot of them I'm not great at them per se but I've beaten I beat the first five Mega Man games like the NES ones and I beat the first like the original NES Castlevanias I've beaten all of them mm. yeah yeah and then all the Mario I can beat all the Mario games relatively easily Although I did actually kind of go back and start playing uh, Super Mario Brothers, like the first one, on an emulator the other day, just to like play it, and I was like, "This game's a lot rougher than I remember it being." But yeah, it I is. was, I was still, I was doing all right. Like I was at level five or something like that, like world five, kind of thing. Because I refused to cheat, right? Like I'm gonna play through the whole fucking thing. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, but I mean, like that. I mean, that's a different type of shame, right? That's not like I bought this intending to play it and then never did it's i just can't fucking do it <laughs> yeah that is a little bit different <laughs> it's not like me with mass effect where i bought it or installed it or whatever like five times and just been like man i'm gonna uninstall it now it's taking a uh... <laughs> um i just can't what, what would be really exciting will be the day when i actually come on the podcast and be like christy guess what <laughs> I, I, Mass I played Effect. it. I did it. I played it. I did it. I loved I it. it. Uh, I don't know if I'll love it. We'll see. You'll love it. Uh, sure Tim, what is yours? <laughs> uh, for me, well, let's go back to my biggest shame pile, my comics to start. And um, <clears throat> there, I've definitely got a couple series that I'd really like to get to. Um, but because I'm sort of so OCD, it'll probably be, I, I'll want to get through uh, the Batman stuff first. Um, cause there's some, de- definitely some Batman stuff that I really want to get to, but I have a full run of Sandman, uh, all first issues that I would really like to get to and read. Oh, I've never read Sandman either. Oh, okay. Now I'm disappointed in fucking both of you. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you guys now. <laughs> Whatever. That's new. I mean, I, I Sandman. know you really should read Sandman guys. I know, I know it's great, and I know it's, I know it's probably not going to end up on like my, you know, absolute favorite of all time comic book series, because it skews more to the indie kind of stuff. But I still really feel like I should read it, um, and I'm still really looking forward to reading it. And I have read a little bit of Sandman stuff. Like I've read more recent because there was uh, what Sandman Overture that came uh-huh. out fairly recently that I uh, that I did read that, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, and uh yeah so that and the other one that uh jumps into my mind is i've got a full run of alan moore's swamp thing as well Ooh. that i've heard really really good things about and is another one that i would really like to get to uh yeah you should read it's really good that's where john constantine comes from you should read that too very good um um i was gonna say i have i have one more shame thing to share after you Oh, uh, let's see. The only other thing I can think of in terms of 
In terms of games, um, I am kind of, I've talked about this on the podcast before, I'm kind of trying to make my way through all the uh, Zelda games, but I've never actually played the original. I've played maybe uh, maybe a half an hour of it, but I've never actually played it all the way through. It's a tough uh, sit these days. Like, yeah. like going back to play that for the first two, especially, yeah. tough sits. Um, so, I would have, I'd have to go back. That might uh, be something I could put on a shame pile, I guess. But like a lot of the handheld ones, I've never played. I don't usually go for the handheld mm-hmm. consoles. Like I'm not, I don't own a 3ds, or I've never owned like a Vita or a PSP or anything like mm-hmm. that. And that goes way back. Like I know I played Link's Awakening, the first Game Boy one. And I beat that one, mm-hmm. but none of them since then. I don't think I've, I've. I'm sure I played a couple of them, like on an emulator or something like that, here and there. But I've never beaten like I know there was like Oracle of Ages and something like that that I've never played. And well, then Cap, those, heard those ones aren't supposed to be particularly good, uh, yeah. the Oracle ones. But uh, I have played Minish Cap, and it was really good. Yeah, I've heard and, Minish uh, Cap. There's also awesome, I just, I never yeah. got to it. So and there's also uh spirit tracks and phantom hourglass which are both supposed to be pretty good and uh those are those are going to be next on my list cuz i'm uh still working on my playthrough of wind waker sort of you know an hour here an hour there kind of thing yeah um i have both and, of those uh, there's you that i haven't i i have i started wind waker again and just never finished it so Mm. Go back to that. And then there's uh, Link Between Worlds, which is the most recent one that uh, got really well reviewed as well. Yeah, yeah, I heard good things about that too. The handheld ones, I just kind of like, I hands off that whole world now, so I just don't. Yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think those are those are my probably my biggest ones. Um, I would say my, and this is like, I'm admitting this for the first time, really. I used to tell people that I was really into Smash Bros. I've never played it really more than like five minutes when I button mashed and found my way through it playing as Kirby. <laughs> I have not experimented. I have not gone out to play it. I used to lie to people and tell them that I really liked it when really all I wanted to do was play something that I understood, but I couldn't say anything. I'm not good at it. Shame. My great shame. Because it was the big thing when I was in first year university. Everyone was like, Smash Bros. Let's have Smash Bros. tournaments. And like these two guys I really wanted to be friends with were like, Christy, come to our room and play Smash. You play Smash, right? And I was like, yeah. And then I had to live the lie. I had to live it. I had to go like watch and cheer them on. And it was so boring. (laughs) I've never... uh... I've never liked Smash Bros. I don't know, Paul's going to give me endless shit for this, but like, I've never <laughs> liked a Smash Bros. game. I just I don't care that much. If I'm going to play a fighter, I'm going to play like, something that's got more... I know the fucking, fan, like, the fucking Nintendo fanboys are going to come right at me. Like All four of them that probably listen to the podcast are going to be like, the fuck? But <laughs> um, I go... I skew more like Street Fighter, like technical side fighter kind of thing and i like the smash bros games i'm just like this is all floaty weird horse shit i don't understand what's going on it doesn't play properly and why do the percentages go up i don't what the fuck like what i don't understand why can you go over 100 percent? why does it take you like 250 (laughs) percent to knock you off like why do sometimes you get special moves and why is everyone's like you know actual stats all over the place like it's not fair if you're gonna fight ness with like you know someone like jigglypuff like you're fucked (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. Whatever you just said makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. 
Because I don't care about Smash Brothers. Yeah. I just, I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you on that one. I might, I might age out of it a little bit. I might be able to get by on being like, no, I'm too old for Smash Brothers. But uh, yeah, I've never, I've never cared for them overly. So it was the worst part was having to lie about it because, like, I'm proud of my gamer girl status, but I just didn't care. So you're like a fake, fake nerd girl? Is that what we're gonna start? No, I'm not a fake nerd girl. I just like, I just never cared about that, and it seemed like it was such a big thing when I was in university in my first year and second year, and I was just like, I, I need to fit in. I think that's the the, the generation gap showing again. So, because yeah. Smash Brothers was never something I super cared about. I don't know, Tim. Were you ever yeah. like? No, I, I've never really been too into it either. I've played it, I can maybe count the times I've played it on one hand, and the times I have played it, I haven't gotten, like, super into it or played it for very long. But yeah, I think that is a generation gap. Like, I think maybe our generation, Mark, correct me if I'm wrong, would be more like Mario Kart. Mario Kart for sure, yeah. Oh, I kill a yeah. Mario Kart. I, I love me some fucking Mario Kart. And even then, like, uh, 8, like, even 8, like, I haven't I haven't spent as much time with it as I probably should have. Like, well, I don't really have anybody, like, to come over. It's the problem is that you don't you gotta have people to come over and play it, and I don't really have that kind of shit going on, so. Fair enough. Wait till I move back to Canada, my friend. Yeah. Move back yeah. to Canada. Have you guys played the Mario Kart drinking game? No. So basically, it was really fun. We uh, we did it at one of our cocktails and cupcakes. It's uh, um, you have to you have a drink, a full drink at the start of the race, and you have to drink it before you finish. Oh, so no. you have to drink the whole thing before you finish. So you you can work on like strategies, right? You can like drop, but you can't drink and drive. So you if you get like knocked off or something like that, you can drink while it's like re- respawning your car, bring it back onto the track, or you could like get through the whole race right till the end and just sit before the finish line and then just chug your drink, or you could like chug your drink at the start and then do the whole race, but whatever it is, you can't like if you still have drink left and you cross the finish line, you lose. And oh, whoever man. crosses the finish line first with having finished their drink wins. That's crazy. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I feel like I'd die. It is. It's a lot of fun. I mean, you, you can only do it once or twice, right? <laughs> or or you have to take breaks in between. <laughs> I was going to say, that would be the way we kill Christy on, <laughs> on an episode of the podcast. Is don't even need to game. have... Yeah, don't even need to have the underwear fairy do it. Just do that game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be dead. <laughs> Speaking of dead, I'm very sleepy. Well, you're laying down, so... Yeah, I have been no help to this podcast. <laughs> I've been no, no help in this you've, episode. You've made, you've made some uh, some startling admissions. I know. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I've moved my mic around a lot today. Yeah, you have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that was that was about I, all I had. Do you guys have anything to add before we sign off? I'm never playing Mass Effect just to bother. <laughs> you know, that's my new. That's gonna be my thing. Just so I could see this look of horror, of like abject hatred on her face. <laughs> <laughs> which i'm going to screen cap so that she uh yeah there it is <laughs> and then she can bring into her microphone yeah <sighs> with that <laughs> all right you just keep doing that while i uh while i do our social media so th- thank you for listening everybody uh if you want to follow us on twitter you can do so at at drd pot uh, underscore podcast you can email us at uh, dance robot dance podcast at gmail.com you can uh, find us on Facebook uh, at oh, this is the one I always Facebook.com backslash Dance Robot Dance 
forward slash Christy. Forward yeah. slash. Sorry, just, I'm just slash. Doesn't matter. Facebook, your your browser is smart enough to fix it if you put the wrong fucking slash in like a savage. <laughs> I can't <laughs> count to six. <laughs> Facebook.com slash dance robot dance podcast. Or uh, if you would like to auto download us, you can subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or the Google Play Store or probably any podcatchery thing. Uh, so thank you very much for listening. This has been Sleepy Christy, <laughs> Unemployed Mark, Good night, guys. <laughs> and Employed and Exhausted Tim signing Riveting. off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time, folks. Peace.